Welcome everybody to the Sports Ethos Toronto Raptors Podcast. And once again, I'm your host, Ben Stortini. But in this world, in this galaxy, in this nebula, you can call me El Hoopa. And we're back. It took a week to sit back, let it soak in. We played in and we lost. All Raptor fans either are pissed the fuck off, they're not even watching any basketball right now. Or they're watching basketball and just sitting back going, I'm kind of happy the Raptors aren't in. Welcome back to the Sports Ethos Toronto Raptors Podcast. I'm your host, El Hoople. Of course, I'm talking some with my boy A-Rod. What's going on, A-Rod? What's up, Hoopo? Yes, sir. Oh, man. I'm sounding bright, but deep down inside, it's rough, man. Oh, oh my lord. <laughs> the basketball gods are a funny bunch, aren't they? They are, man. Yeah. Well, let's let's jump right in because let's just get it out there. Let, let's talk about that game. We've had a week to sit on it. We, we've had some time. Um, Do we want to revisit this? Because, man, like this is like when you send a war vet back to like Vietnam, man, for the trauma. <laughs> that real PTSD. I know, yeah, right? Man. We've had a week off. Do we really want to go back? Yeah. Well, why don't we do this? Why don't we do this? After, I, I look at it this way. After a week of hearing... Raptor fans talk about you know their impressions of what happened and what went wrong. A lot of them, a lot of them were complaining about. Uh, I'll I'll throw this out there right now. A lot of them were complaining about. I can't believe they let her scream and yell like that. I cannot believe they let a little child scream and yell and and, and affect the free throws like that. You know, I thought about that. Think about this. Imagine it was the same crowd as those old Indiana Pacers series remember that when they sang along with old canada or the brooklyn series imagine they let those fans in imagine the ticket prices were that that price instead of these fans that are in there now they would have never if those fans were in there you wouldn't have even heard a nine-year-old scream you wouldn't have been able to hear it so it wouldn't have even mattered so you you know what i'm saying like this is ridiculous that we're sitting here that raptor fans are sitting here complaining about a nine-year-old girl who's screaming for her dad i don't even want to give it too much talk because it's just so dumb what so you're saying that a grown man Mm -hmm. who plays the sport professionally Mm -hmm. shoots thousands and thousands of free throws Mm -hmm. okay first of all if you can't get over 70 percent you're a bum i don't care who you are like that's just a straight up answer if you're shooting thousands of these guys a day and that is your job Mm -hmm. you need to make them you have to. You know, that, that's just, it's a fact. They're called free throws, hence the word free. Yeah. These know, ones cost. Around them. Mm-hmm. If you can't make that, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, and the fact that people are saying, oh, you know, she, she's a the, the game MVP. Like, she played defense on the free throw. Oh, she didn't do up. anything. She's just a kid, man. She's shut having up. fun cheering for her dad. Like, what yeah. do you care? What yeah. do you care? You know what? You should be mad with your team because your team just sucks. Absolutely. Like, they just suck. Yeah. You cannot miss 19 free throws in an NBA game mm-hmm. and then say, oh, but we should have won. No. You know no. what you should have done? Made at least another 10. Being up 25 points, not blow a 19-point lead mm-hmm. at home. The moment we start, the moment that I started missing those free throws, I looked over. My, my wife was watching the game with me. I said, "We're gonna lose this game." 
you can't mm-hmm. miss these many free throws. Then Devlin goes on. Then Devlin starts saying, ooh, I yeah. hope this doesn't come back and bite, bite us. Yeah. I was like, it's going to bite us. And then, boom, you could just see it. Then it started to grow. And then it was like a cancer. And then, boom, you can't win an NBA, not only an NBA game, but a playoff game and miss that many Thank free you. throws. You can't. And you know what? Like, just to put it out there, thank God it happened mm. like this. Because, you know yes. what? This is perfectly emblematic of the Raptors' entire season. Yes. Very up, very down. Good moments, real terrible ones. Watching these guys play, being up. They should have closed the deal. They didn't. They let them back in. Yada, yada, yada. It goes on. It's the exact same thing You're you witnessed right. all season. So, perfect encapsulation. Yeah, I was just going to use that exact word. Was, you know what I mean? Season encapsulated in one game. There you go. You want a time capsule of the Raptors' season? It's right there for you. Watch that game. Yeah, and you know, and, and and it really showed sort of, it zoomed in on some of the parts that the team definitely needs to adjust and change in the offseason. You could see, it's obvious we need some shooters. Uh, they need some shooters. I mean, they need some grit. Like, you could see on the other side, we spoke about this in the gym, about Pat, like the Pat Beverly, the Carusos, that sort of know your role, grimy oh, alleyway, gosh. I'll steal your purse, and, and I don't give a f*** off. Because I'm hungry. You know, type of attitude. Mm. And, and the Raptors are missing that. They, I don't know if, if, if you noticed that, but it's just like, where's I'm, I'm that you, grit? I am with you, man. I mean, Caruso, like, what an incredible on-ball defender. So handsy, man. strong, solid, makes even, like, getting the ball a chore for people. Yep. Incredible guy. I can see why all the coaches like him as well, too. Pat yeah. Bev, you know, everybody's like, oh, it's Pat Bev. He talks a lot. The Minnesota playoff celebration. Whatever. You know, people. that's how people know him, right? But you look at him. He had a horrible offensive game. Yep. I, I, what was he, like 0 for 7 or 0 for 8? I don't even know if he scored. Didn't matter. Missed. But at the end of the game, what does he do? Steal and a block. And a block. In, yep. a, in a crucial moment crucial. of the game, this yes. guy came up with two big-time plays, winning yes. plays. Yes. So, you know what? That's why you pay him. That's why you start him. And those are, that's why you signed him in the first place. Yeah. You signed Pat Bev to go, you know, 6 and 10. Yeah. You signed Pat Bev to get that block at the end of the game and get under your skin. Can we go in on Nick Nurse now? Please. Yes. I've been please. waiting for this, man. Uh, please. The last no. three weeks, man. I mean, what was it, four episodes ago? And I was talking about how Nick Nurse sleeps at night just because he doubles the star player yeah, and holds yeah. him to, like, eight points or whatever, but everybody else goes off. Hey, Zach Levine, I know you only had nine points in the first half, but you want to do 30 on us the second half? You want to let heard Kobe you White? On my shoulder while that was happening while like, I was watching that, man. This guy let Kobe White go off on him. Uh, then he let, uh, what's his name, Patrick Williams come Patrick in. Patrick Williams. Hit some corner threes. Good job on him, too. Like, mm. you know, well, we're going to blitz DeMar because God knows DeMar is the most elite three-point shooter I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Got to blitz him, blitz him, and get the ball out of his hands. Like, bro, what's what's Demar gonna do to you? Demar at worst is gonna put up a layup, yeah. two points. Yeah. But instead, what do you do? Oh, let's give Levine all the leeway. This guy had like five and ones in the third quarter. Every so, like, it got yeah. so bad to the point I was gonna scream and one for him. Yeah. Like it was just wide. It open. was crazy, man. And it just kept happening and happening and happening. And it wasn't as if he was playing out of his mind in a sense of you know creating his own shot he was wide open most of the time he was one-on-one he was he was beating one defender and he it's and he's a good basketball player this is Zach Levine so you need to adjust um I'm like, on that and, and what were the Bulls doing in the first half nothing zero absolutely nothing they didn't have anything in the tank no 
you know, and it was just like they were trying to figure out their offense. It was horrible. Even I think Jack um, Armstrong made it a point on air to say this is a problem with the Chicago Bulls of right now. They do not have a proper point guard. Mm. And it was like, obviously, because Lonzo's gone, so they don't have that. Lonzo's not... No, he's just not ready, you know? And he's more of like a combo guard. He's not really a real point guard. Yeah, He might be good in fantasy for assists, but it's not like he's not good in real life assists. You know, like, it's just... You're looking at stats there. But, like, watching these guys play, their offense is just horrible. So they have to make up for it with defense, and they're not a good rebounding team either. So Raptors were just having their way. Yeah. But then they did a Raptors thing, and they were like, you know what? Well, is they, had zero, gonna... they had zero belief they could win the Bulls, and then the Raptors just handed them that belief. They let yeah. them sit. They just handed them a chance. Yeah. Just gave them basically a platter. Here, go, take it. Take it on our home court. Take it on a do-or-die game. Let's make this interesting here. And you know what? Let's let their superstar, their supposed superstar, who's coming back from knee injuries, just kill us. Like, come on, man. Come on. But you got to adjust. you got to adjust. And, like, the way the Bulls got back in it, too, was they had no offense. They were having a tough time in the half court. What did the Raptors do? They allowed the transition game to get going. That's why Levine had all those and ones, right? Yep. He was getting one-on-one situations. And, like, any pro player who's decent and athletic enough in a one-on-one, like on a fast break, is going to get the layup. It's probably about like 85%. Yeah. Like there's not very many people that can like contest it or like have a game changing block or like make it super difficult. Like, it, I'm, not, I'm not, you know it's what? It's a smooth I, game. I'm not even, I'm going to be completely honest here. I'm not even that mad that they lost. I actually am kind of ha- like not happy, but I'm glad this is over so that we don't have to drag this out. Uh, so we don't have to, yeah, we, this, this, this magnifies it for Masai and, and the brain trust of the Raptors that, okay, enough's enough. Seriously, enough's enough. We're giving it a go. We get it. But I don't know who wrote that article, but we got to get, we got to get away from this 2019 championship attitude. I know it's still in, in, in the blood. It's still, we're still celebrating it kind of, you know what I mean? But yeah. we got to get away from it now. That's we're, we're far from that. Yeah. We're far from that identity. And I don't think, and I've said it and I keep saying it, there's the belief is gone and the disrespect too. Like the whole post game thing that the Fred, like, I don't know if you caught the post game yes. of Fred. I was just going to bring that up too, but yeah, go go, jump on that. I, just, I loved what he said. Sometimes our chaotic offense is good and the free-flowing uh, nature of it. Other times, it is what you see. Like, we look like we're running random plays out there, right? And it was the first time somebody actually, like, called out the structure of what yes. the team is trying to do because he said that we don't have an identity. And I agree with him, man. And you know what? Everybody out there who's, like, being shitted on Fred for a while, this mm. guy played his heart out. He did. He played excellently in the first half. Yeah, he missed some free throws, just like the whole team, so we're not going to get on him that much for that one. It happened again with what I was saying. This guy gets tired in the fourth quarter because he's basically carrying you the entire game. Smallest guy in the court. And then you get mad because he misses the shot at the end of the game when he's in his 42nd minute of playing time. Yeah. His nurse ran him into the ground the whole game and the whole yeah. season. It's crazy. And then you're mad that he missed the shots. Like, why don't you get out there and shoot some shots, man? See how tired you are after like five minutes. Exactly. Man. You're like an old man at the Y complaining about like a peak athlete playing elite sports. Yeah, get out of here. Like, this is ridiculous, man. Yeah, like, yeah. this guy like has carried you the whole season, man. I have to 100% like, agree with you that for him to call out that, you know, that kind of sort of mythical 
creature Masai and Bobby have been trying to create this 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 length, this this positionless, this yeah. this this myth that the Raptors are building, this this uh this dreamy sort of new NBA, new sort of way to play the game. He called it right. I said, listen, it's not working. This this thing you're trying to build here, which we can't even put a, a name on it, whatever this is you're trying to build, it's not working. Yeah. Basketball is basketball. There's a reason why there's fundamentals. There's a reason why there's one to five. Now, I'm not sitting here and going to go old school and say that and complain that you can't tweak that and there's some room to, you know, to experiment. I, I think that that's great and I think that you need to do that. But you also need to cut your losses and you can't sit and, and keep that. That's the definition of, of um, being crazy, of going crazy. You can't keep trying to do this when it's not working. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you got your big. They wanted that stability with the big. And then what happened? Some people are going to say there wasn't enough time with them. But just you just yeah. jarred my memory, too. And you made me think of like the substitution patterns in the beginning mm. of the game. They're matching Jakob and, Vuce, and uh, Vucevic, right? Yep. And then afterwards, this guy went to the bench. Vucevic come back on. Mm. They don't even match it. And then later on in the game, like Chicago was going small. They didn't even bring him back. And it was just like, what are we doing here? Like, what exactly are we trying to get at here? Because you're clearly like just kind of playing around with lineups then. Yeah. yeah. And then it got into the, oh shit, it's crunch time. Like, let's play all the starters again. Oh, I knew this game. I knew, I knew know, that I game was done like, by the end. I no, just... man, you could see it. Like, you could feel it. And it just yes. had a typical, you know, Toronto Raptors 95 like feeling man like man it's so frustrating like oh come on guys but you know what again i'm just gonna put it out there i would have rather this happen because i don't want to see these guys play 40 plus minutes go to miami exhausted somehow got out a win because miami's not that good don't care what anybody says they're not that good not even they're just not the same team as like what they were when they went to the bubble final they're very up and down and being the same with the Raptors the whole year. Mm-hmm. Then they've got out the win there and then they go on a plane flight literally overnight to Milwaukee and go get absolutely wrecked by the yeah. Bucks, who are like just a steamroller right now. Yeah. yeah, they lost their first game, but you know what? Freak got hurt. Some things happened, but I'm sorry. Like they're not going to beat Milwaukee with the way they were playing. No. So let's just be honest here. Like they're probably going to get steamrolled. No, hundred percent. I'm with you on that. I why why uh, keep this bandaid on? Rip the bandaid off. No, the only, the only people this series would benefit. The only people this series would benefit would be the workers at the at Scotia Bank and people in the bars in the oh, area, yeah. just getting extra tips. Man, that's you know, real, from man. game nights, right? Everybody else, it's the like, camera guys. What's the point? <laughs> like, you're right. No, you're we, right. What are we doing, man? No, I'd rather like watch something else. I'm not trying to watch these guys get rolled by thirty. Well, let, let you know what that's a good segue. Let let's do that. I was I was gonna do it at the end, and we'll, we'll get into the uh, around the NBA at the end. Well, what's next then? So it's over. The you know the dust is settled, and the Raptors you know get smacked in a play-in at home. What do you think needs to be done this offseason, roster-wise, um, coaching staff-wise, what whatever? What 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 is your feeling? What, what do you think? is needed to be done. Okay, number one thing, because we can't go back in time and say what they should have done at the trade deadline, mm-hmm. because now you got the three uh, unrestricted free agents. You know you're gonna sign Yakov, right? There's probably a gentleman's agreement like in there, because they wouldn't have traded for him and him not being 
you know, familiar already with the organization. Oh, for and sure. All that. sure so they probably gave like some sort of verbal agreement in there. So he's going to sign, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if you're going to have him on the team, which I like, you know, oh, he's a nice too. guy, great player. Um, you got to look at the other two positions. Fred is probably going to demand more than what the hometown offer is going to be. Yeah. Right. Now, if he's going to stay, he's going to stay because he loves the city. This is all he knows. Like, we gave him a chance, et cetera, et cetera. But you don't know that for sure, right? Now, Gary Trent, on the other hand, listen, Gary Trent is a nice idea. But watching him play out live, he is worse than J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith would at least go nuclear for you. Man. And he would play decent defense. And he's well, an NBA champion. I like that. Right? Like, but this guy is just he never goes nuclear he plays way worse more often than not and the idea of him is nice because you're when you got him originally you were like yeah you know cheaper contract younger norman powell room to grow better shooting you said all these things better defense and i think he led or the league or maybe top five in deflections one year steals and yeah. yeah like he was he was doing something that was positive right but now you've yeah. seen it kind of play out and you're like no i'm sorry you know what nice guy he likes thai food send him away like <laughs> like you know like i just i don't want to see him anymore because he just doesn't fit in like he clearly cannot fit in with what we're doing clearly um, yeah yeah so why pay somebody like that it doesn't make sense yeah you know and the number one thing i gotta say is let's get rid of neck nurse because you know what i don't care who's out there right now they need a new voice we got to figure out who's the best voice for them to hear, but they need a new voice and leadership because clearly they don't buy into what he's doing. And that's got to be the biggest thing that has to change. Great coaches yeah. will always raise players up and or make them overachieve. Good coaches might skate by with talent. Mm. Average coaches, they can't turn lemons into lemonade. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, and what we got right now is we got a bunch of lemons some potential for lemonade and a guy with like a fork with no sugar yeah man yeah. we only got kool-aid with stevia you yeah. think it tastes good but it ain't sugar man <laughs> i've never had kool-aid with stevia stevia man I, I i'm with you on um I, the the fred the Fred off season, I don't know. I, 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 I've always been high on Fred. Fred is my guy. Too, and I know you are. And I just don't know. I just don't know if you pay Fred VanVleet that much money. I, 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 oh, I just yeah. don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's a Toronto signing. You know what I mean? Mm. I, I just don't know. I'm sure he'll get that from somebody in the league. And I, I, I can just visualize it in my head what that number is going to be. I don't know what that number is going to be. But it's going to be, I feel overpaid i love fred's leadership i love fred's heart i love his grit i love his grind yeah. i love all of that and, and i also love the fact that it it blossomed here you know it was the rose out of the out of the sidewalk you know sort of um, yeah, yeah. metaphor and he just blossomed here and i love that and i would love for that to stay here but i just don't know if i could stomach paying that much money for him what he's gonna get and what he deserves agreed i you know what though man like i'm i'm of two minds with that you know why you don't love it that much because mm. we don't have a superstar on our team that if, is why if, if we actually You're had right. a superstar that it wasn't up to fred to be the guy you would love signing him no he question fit in perfectly with no us, question. The culture, with like what he does, the player that he is, fantastic. He just cannot be the guy because there's levels to this. Look, look, look back at the finals. 
Yeah. Not to go back to the finals again, but look what he did in the finals. Yeah. No one will ever forget that. He wasn't. Yeah. We had a superstar, and look at that. That what a punch to yeah. have coming. Even up. Siakam was better. Yes. You know, like in, in a better light. Siakam's kind of value uh, and his like, general aura went downhill when like we saw him against Boston in the bubble, mm-hmm. and he was just like absolute. He was garbage in, in the Brooklyn series and the Boston series, you know. And then what was it? Just like last year, he changed up his move set. Credit yeah. to him. Awesome. I love to see that development. This year, he was way more dynamic, like dynamic and decisive. Yes. He was spin yes. move all the time. He was definitely sure about himself. Yeah. So you know good on him right but the thing is again this guy's not a superstar everybody likes to say oh but he's no, all he's nba all nba yeah statistically he's all nba and he might lead you to a fantasy championship but he's not a winner no. like there's very few guys that are but like the way people put other players on pedestals is just so weird to me like because sometimes you can just have a great player and you can just appreciate that they're great but they're not necessarily like the greatest or a superstar or generational there's yeah. very few guys that come in and and we don't have a team that's constructed of many great players. We have a team that's constructed with many good players, but needs a superstar oh, yeah, to put it over the top. Yep. You yep. know, and yep. what we need is we need that guy. And like, personally, I don't care if the Raptors are not going to make the playoffs for the next three years, as long as we have something in the pipe work that yes. shows that, you know what, we got a guy coming who's going to be awesome. Like, and there's something to get excited about because you know what? We got a championship, a Wemby vibe. Absolutely, I'm with you on that. I'm good. I'm like, good. you know what I mean? Like, like we complain that all oh, these guys aren't making it, all oh, these guys are this and that. Like, but you know what? We got a championship out of this. How many people even make the finals? Look at Listen, Cleveland, how about Leaf fans? Leaf fans, Leaf fans, Leaf fans are, are can't like I can't exactly. even imagine what it's like to be in in in, in, a, in a pair of shoes as a Leaf fan, as a major Leaf fan. Yeah. They don't have that championship. They don't have that sit back, relax. You know what? I got I, I got a chip. I'm good. So yeah, man, I'm with you on that. Just just enjoy what we got. But you yeah. know what? Also. On top of enjoying what we got, let's see some sort of development because we're not seeing any development right now. All we have are just the guys that we know that aren't good enough. And that's a that's a horrible place to be in the NBA when you're just kind of in the middle. You're not bad with potential, but you're not good enough to be good. You know, you're yeah, just kind of in the middle. You're yeah, just good enough to like tread spot. water. It's, yeah. you know, like, what are we doing? Yeah. Let's get active. Well, let's make some calls. Do something. I don't know. Oh, it's going to be an active offseason. I can I promise know. you that. Oh, I can promise you that. And, you know, I was talking with a few guys on my street about this. And, you know, a couple of them were like, ah, yeah, you know, they, they, are they going to build around Scotty? You know, and, and, and the thing with Scotty is, is Masai loves Scotty Barnes. Just loves him. And, and, I, and, I, and I see why. And Scotty went into his, his post, uh, his postseason, what, what do you call it? The presser at the end yeah, of the like year. Yeah, like the uh, exit interview. Exit interviews, and he said, yeah. "Well, you know what? I need to get my I need to get my cardio up. I need to get my. Um, you know, I felt tired. Up friends that I, I I was tired. And you know, if he can recognize those little things to make him great, I believe Fred said that too. He can be as great as he wants to be, and he needs he needs to do that. I can see that there wasn't that leap that everyone wanted to see this year. But at the same time, it's like, what did you expect? 
So Raptor fans need to chill a bit on that, but let this kid grow. And I, I do, and I will put my foot down and put my flag in the sand right now to tell you that this kid is going to be special. He is. But I don't know if it's going to be a build around sort of player. I don't know if he's going to be that. Yeah, you know, we don't know. Yeah, yeah. So like, I, I'm very interested. My point is I'm very interested to see the direction that Masai takes this and Bobby takes this this offseason and it's going to really show who he really believes in because he gave them that last chance this was the last chance but like let me let me ask you this just on a personal level right yeah it doesn't have to be a right answer it's just more like what do you feel right now what kind of player do you think scotty barnes will become i know like a lot of the, the comparisons have been like the draymond green um demontis sabonis kind of like big guy that's a playmaker and like excellent defense scratch the Sabonis comment because he's not good at defense but like playmaking wise or you know yeah I'm not gonna go all like, um, you know they got the the, the Jokic kind of like oh he's got that vision you know uh, I don't know but, I don't know I, it, it, I, I I think he's his own player I think he's got tidbits of everybody I think he's got a little bit of that flash of I don't want to <laughs> compare him to Magic Johnson but it, he's got that like he wants to be flashy with the passes you know you see him looking away on passes you yeah, need yeah. to look away on um, if he can get that shot right I think he can he knows it he knows all of these things he, if he can just get his body right look at the size that he has so let's look at this the size that he has is god given he's, he's a big he's a monster when i went to the game live i only went to one game live this year and i looked down I was like, he's way bigger than i thought he was mm-hmm. so he's, he's already got that so let's let's get his cardio right yeah let's get his shooting right yeah. And even his shooting, there was a bit of improvement this year from last. There was a bit. Shooting stroke, yeah. Yeah. So get those things right and let the other things, you know, he's got that. The thing that excites me most about him is his basketball IQ and his feel for the game. Mm. It, that is blatant out there. When he's playing, he sees everything. He sees yeah. everybody and he makes stuff happen. He makes that ish happen. You give him the ball, he's going to make something happen. Now, he's not at the point yet where every time is going to be a positive thing. He may turn the ball over a little bit more than you want, but that's what that's what good players do. Luka Doncic, not to compare the two, but Luka turns the ball over six, seven times a game. You kind of get that pass. So if wherever this team goes next year, continue to let him grow, get in shape, work on your shot. Sky's the limit with him. Yeah. I don't know. That's you know, I, just, I really want to see, like us get another young buck to pair with him man be like let these guys grow together yeah hopefully get some good direction some good development like Rock a scoot known for that like a scoot yeah i'd love that man, man. i'd love that but you man. know what we blew it so anyways i mean right. last uh you know last last thing i was gonna say was yeah let's just get rid of nick nurse i think he probably will be gone you know don't don't exercise that option for the final year just tell him listen let's mutually part ways we want to promote i don't know adrian griffin or doka or watson earl watson yeah earl watson man yeah, something like that just and anybody give them a new voice new direction man you're right Let these I, guys I, like get fired right. up again because it's been too many years probably listening to the same guy and the losing is probably crept in reps. <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's uh you know what We've we've said our piece on the Raptors. Let let's um let's do about let's let's end this with what's going on right now in the NBA. What do we see right now in the NBA? And you know, end this on a nice positive note of the the Memphis game one mm. against the Lakers. And I must say, jaw going down 
And then his comments, it doesn't surprise me with everything that's happened to me this year. I'm like, that is, that is exactly why you got hurt. If that's the approach, the way you're looking at it, and I'm not a Jaw hater. I, I love Jaw's game. I've, I've been on Jaw since, since day one he came in the league. But if that's the way you're looking at it, you need to adjust because the basketball gods will strike you down hard if you're looking at it that way. And they are striking down on you hard. And, you know, you're going to sit here and blame. No, no, no. Y you need to adjust. You need to relax. Well, yeah, I mean, he needs to adjust, but he also needs to take accountability for yeah. what he's done, like, with himself. You know, yeah. he's put himself in bad situations, yeah. right? So yeah. that's on him, like, and you that's know, not to, not to talk too much about what he does off the no, court. No, no, I don't care what he does off the court. I don't, I don't, on the court. I don't care what you do off the court, like, no. as long as you're not, you know, doing anything excessive, whatever. But no. on the court, man, like, take accountability for what you do and your game because it's your livelihood and your job. And what this yeah. guy is doing right now is that he hasn't changed his game since last year, that's and he's point. just expecting just to kind of coast through. And yeah, if no. you watch him play, it's like he thinks he's more athletic than everybody, so he's going to try and jump over everyone. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't work like that in playoffs. They slow the game down. They make oh, you play half-court offense. Yeah. The Lakers got this, like, perfect rotation right now where AD's just standing tall in the center. This guy I can't five, believe how deep they look. Dude, he had five it's blocks like, oh first quarter the other day. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, you look like old AD at Kentucky, man. Yeah. And, you know, like, John Morant – just needs to change up the way that he plays like yes. what, according to the series in the matchup of course right yeah um you can't just expect this to be a regular season game where you think guys are just going to give you the lane and no, you know he's got to respect the game. Somebody. like it doesn't work that way man no it doesn't no, um it doesn't. but now you know what we'll see how it goes because memphis does know how to play without him remember they played with him or without him for stretches legitimate point guard tyus jones yeah you know, went to Duke, but that's okay. We'll, we'll let him pass for today. <laughs> um, you know, Jaron Jackson balled the fuck out. Sorry, sorry, I got to talk about Jaron Jackson. Um, yeah. Got an interesting story about him as well, too. Um, on NBA Reddit, yeah. right, there was a rumor going around, and it looked pretty valid as well, too, mm -hmm. that Jaron Jackson was actually getting ghost stats for his DPOY candidacy. Because mm. on his home games, if you watch his, like, statistics – he has got like something like a 300% increase on steals and blocks. So there was a conspiracy about him like getting extra stats and extra stat credit. Guys. Yeah, from guys. the Memphis stat guy mm. uh, compared to his away games. But uh, yeah, he just Wild. won uh, Defensive Player of the Year. So Statman did his job for him. That aside, he killed it this year. He he, he did. He, like, really well. he did. When he he's great when he doesn't foul out. Yes. And he's and a foul he's machine. So yes, he is. I don't know, man. But he, yeah. yeah, good player. What I was going to say, though, about Lakers and Memphis is uh, Memphis knows how to play without Ja. It's going to be a very interesting series. Uh, Lakers, if AD can stay healthy, they got a good shot at this. They're just the matchup just works really well in their favor, yeah, I think. Yeah. But uh, what, what else do we got? Do you had the Knicks winning their game one. That was I weird believe. because, you know, yeah. Brunson went off in the fourth. Brunson. He had nine points in the fourth. Um, but Randall, man, this guy came back on a bad ankle, yeah. put up 12 in the first, and then finished with, like, in the teens. So he yeah. didn't really do nothing the rest of the game. Just the ankle swole up, probably, you know, felt it a bit more. Hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that was interesting. Even Emmanuel quickly didn't play that well. But the Cavs got a real issue with perimeter defense. 
And it was like that in the regular season. So, hey, maybe New York gets hot. Maybe uh, Bing Bong crew comes in. Bing Bong. You know Bing Bong. Yeah. I, uh... Did you did you ever see that video? Of, yeah, uh, yes, I had. Yeah, no, no, no. The other one. The uncensored one with uh, New oh, York Spider-Man. No. With the Hennessy. <laughs> oh, man. He was going around to the same crowd. And he was like, yeah, say something about Trey Young. And this guy was like, Trey Young, man. I'm going to wet him up and see him outside. Like, and it was just one of those, like, guys were just going nuts, man. I was freaking heady and saying some crazy shit. Like, and I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. I, uh, I I used to hate the Knicks. Like I'll, I'll yeah. never be able to say anything positive about the Boston Celtics, and that will go with me to my grave. Yeah. And the Knicks, I was the same. But to be honest, I'm starting to like warm up to the Knicks just because I feel like they deserve that. Those Knicks fans, they know their basketball. They know their basketball, and they deserve a winner. Like Leaf fans, Leaf fans know hockey, and Leaf fans deserve a cup. Ooh, and so I'm just saying, you know. Uh, so. That's why I kind of like deep down. I won't sit here and be like, "Yeah, go Knicks," but I deep down I kind of hope they win. To be honest, I, I just you know. It's weird. I want I the Leafs win. to win for all the fans that have wanted them yeah. to win forever. I don't want them to win for all the corporate guys that go oh. in and keep the seat prices at like a thousand. I don't count them as fans. I, I hate them. That's not like the I literally fans. hate these people. I'm talking because... about those Leaf fans that are like real Leaf fans that can't yeah, afford to go like, to the can't game. Can't even get into the building without like absolutely diving into your line of credit. Like, yes. I hate all these corporate guys. Oh, my gosh. I know. I know. It's gross. Well, let's end it with some positivity on the Raptors in, in one minute or less. How do you encapsulate the rap, this past Raptors mm-hmm. season on this season finale of the Sports Ethos Raptors podcast? Explain that this Raptors season emotionally, physically, um, right now in a minute or less. You ever watch, like, or you ever listen to Next from back in the day with two posts? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, everybody knows the song in the club, right? That's basically yeah, I can hear what it felt. right now. Yeah, it felt like too close. Keep it real yes. close. You're making it hard for me. That's basically what I feel like, man. Except the non innuendo reference, you know? Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll get. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, as the kids say, pause. Uh, yeah, I'm not fat. <laughs> Wait, I'll, I'll keep it on R&B too. If I could compare, I'm gonna compare this Raptor season to to an old school '90s R&B song, which I am a huge '90s R&B head, uh, by the way. I say I would compare it to Keith Sweat. Um, <laughs> no, not Keith Sweat. I'm gonna go Jodeci. I'm gonna go Jodeci's first album. Come and talk to me. The reason I wanted to come and talk to me is like, come and talk to me. Like the raps need to have some conversations. They need to really soul search, look inside the mirror. Come and talk to me. Come and talk to me. Really wanna you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jodeci, man. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They need to do some soul searching. They need to adjust. They need to revise because this can't. I've said it already. We need some changes. Mm -hmm. Raptor fans know it. Real Raptor fans know it. But on that note, A-Rod, thank you so much, buddy. Thank you, Hoopo. Let's talk this summer, man. Yeah. We'll talk Hoopo. Thanks for listening, everyone. This has been a Sports Ethos presentation of the Toronto Raptors podcast. I'm your host, Ben Stortini, and you can find me on Twitter, of course, at Bill Hoopo.